What is up, everybody? Um, welcome to our first episode on Christian Universe Podcast. Today's topic is going to be what is a Christian? All right, we have a special guest, a good friend of mine, Jaden and Twee, joining us today. And let's welcome him in. Jaden, are you there? Hello, hello, hello. All right, Jay, um, tell us a little bit about yourself. Um, my name is Jaden Antwi. I am a senior in high school. Um, and I love the Bible. I guess the most important thing. And um, I love talking about them. Um, it's the highlight of my day. <laughs> um, you know, so I love talking about Jesus. I love talking about the Word, and you know. I find that I'm at my happiest when I'm talking about the word. So, you know, I'm I'm happy to be here. Thank you for the invite, and um, thank you. No problem. All right. Um, let's jump straight into this topic. Who is Jesus, and what is a Christian? Who is Jesus? Um. Yeah. So Jesus is the Son of God. He is God. Jesus is, um, he is, like I said, the son of God, and he came to earth as a human to die for our sins. Um, as human beings, we're all sinful. We have all strayed from God. We all have done things to hurt God, yet still he loves us. And the penalty of sin is death. But because he loves us so much, Jesus came down to take our sin and our shame and our iniquity so that we could be saved, so that we could have eternal life with him because he loves us so much. So, um, you know, Jesus is love. He loved us and through that love, he died for us so that we could forever be with him. Okay. Um... Real quick question though, you mentioned something just now that kind of intrigued me and the question that I have for you is, why did Jesus come down here to die for us? So, um, like I said, we're sinful, we love following God and because of that, um, our actions, our, our thoughts, our, the the things that our heart desires are unlike God. They go against him, they go against his law, they go against his very being. And to sin leads to death. It is the penalty for death. Every crime has a penalty and for sin it's death. And so because of that, um, someone had to die, someone had to take the 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 punishment but because god loves us so much he came down jesus came down to be that that um to be to take the punishment for us to to take our place so that we would not have to die as sinners but be able to live as his children okay that that's a good answer. Okay. So, you also mentioned something about 
us being called his children. And when I was looking that up earlier, it turns out that we are named Christians, which simplifies us as his children. Can you tell me a little bit about what a Christian is? Yeah, so a Christian is a follower of Christ. A Christian, Christians are basically God's representatives on the earth. We are here to spread his message, spread his love, and bring others to him. Um, as a Christian, we trust God, we have faith in him, and we believe that he is who he says he is, and that he will do what he says he will do. Um, the, the term Christian was actually um, used by pagans as a as a ridicule to followers of Christ, but it's become something that we we take pride in having his name, um, being, being followers of him. We let him guide our decisions and actions and our attitude. You know, we let him lead, basically. Okay, I, I like that, I like that. Um, Here I have, uh, if you want to turn with me to Second Timothy 3, verse 20 I mean verse 9 right it's let's turn there real quick All right, it says, the Lord is not slack concern his promise as some men count slackness, but is long suffering to us word, not willing that any should perish, but that all should come in repentance. So I know it's a mouthful and it sounds like it has nothing to do with um, a Christian, but here, it's actually talking about God's love for us and his desire to save us. Now, many of us know the Bible text, John 3, or at least I would hope that many of us know the Bible text, John 3, 16, for God so loved the world that he sent his only begotten son. And that one is very well known for showing God's love and willingness to save us. But I really picked this one, 2 Peter 3, 9, as another example of where God shows his love and desire to save us. Um, a friend of mine once said that um, they were hanging out and the person that they were hanging out asked them, well, the person, well, my friend actually stated that they were Christian and that friend asked, what kind of Christian are you? And that question is a question that really shook her. And when she shared that, it shook me as well. And I was like, wow, what kind of Christian am I? Am I a I say I'm a Christian, but I don't live a Christian lifestyle, or am I a Christian that says I am and lives it through my lifestyle? And that 
actually had me reevaluate my beliefs. And I came out saying that I am a Christian and I am trying my best to live it through my lifestyle. Wouldn't you agree? Well, we have to remember too that um, the the Christian walk, we're not doing it by ourselves. We are told to lean on Jesus. And so, you know, there are people out here who claim to be Christian, but then the way that they live, the things that they do, the, the what they believe is not what the Bible says. Mm. But to, to, to be a Christian is, like I said, to let God lead, to walk in his spirit. And when you walk in his spirit, he will guide you and not just in guide you in what to do, but guide you in who to be. Mm. To, to, to guide you to live a life that's pleasing to him that glorifies him to make every act, interaction you have show your light that he has given you you know um we all like i said are sinful but with god's grace and with his love he helps us become more like him every day to to, to walk in his spirit to live according to his word and so we're all trying but we also have to remember that we we are Christians when we follow Christ and when we let him take control of our lives. When we submit to him and say, you know, I'm imperfect, I am a mess, but I know you are holy and I know you can take care of the rest. Mm. And so we just have to let him guide our lives and, and walk according to his spirit walk according to his word and just let him um be the guiding force in our lives i like that i like that um a thought just popped into my head and um you kind of mentioned it earlier when we first started when you were saying exactly what a christian is and you hear a lot of like you just said that i'm a christian but you're not living a christian lifestyle Maybe we could break down what it is that makes you show that you're a Christian without having to say it. What is the Christian lifestyle? What is the Christian walk? So the the, the Christian walk, it it's oftentimes overcomplicated and oftentimes oversimplified, if you get what I'm saying. Because it is easy when we lean on Christ, but it's difficult when we do it by ourselves. And even when we lean on Christ, it is not, as I say, a, a walk in the park, but we know that the God of the universe is on our side. Mm -hmm. And so why should we fear? Because he is with us. But to break down, you know, Christian lifestyle, like I said, it's someone who has submitted their life to Christ, who puts God first you know I, I like to say that uh our relationship with Christ is like a marriage Christ even says that the church is his bride and in a marriage you humble yourself you put down your own desires or, or self or selfish wants and put that other person first love that person before yourself and when we love God and put him first he does the same for us we're the only thing he cares about you know he loves us so much and so when we put him first and when he puts us first 
we're in that marriage we're in that walk and so and like i said when we put him first when we are submitted to him when we live out that life in him his spirit will work in us um in in galatians 5 22 it basically says but the fruit of the spirit is love joy peace kindness goodness faithfulness gentleness and self-control mm. so all of these things come about being in christ following mm. him being a christian as we say you know it's it's we grow in him and when we grow in him we become more like him you know we become more like god in righteousness you know we we tend to be more patient be more loving because we are connected to the one who is patient to the one who is loving you know he is all that is good and when we are connected to him all of that goodness will start to flow from us amen you know you said something earlier about uh, even when we are leaning on christ it can be hard and um something that i say a lot I'm not sure if I've shared it with you, but it seems that every time you get closer to God, the devil seems to throw something stronger than you at you. So mm -hmm. you feel like you're not moving. Mm -hmm. And that's where a lot of us are. We're moving in Christ, but the devil is throwing something at us so hard that we're like, God, are you even there? Are you even helping me? Yeah. Um. It's so true because like, I've been studying the word, I've been reading and stuff, but then doubts start to creep in, you know, yeah. like, and I'm like, where's this coming from? Like, I'm in the word, but it's when, when we are so close to Christ, the devil wants us to believe him more and more. And so yeah. we will have these things, these temptations, these trials, these tests, but as um, God said to Paul, his grace is sufficient. Like I keep saying, when we lean on him and give into him and not try to do things on our own, but allow him to lead, allow him to take control, he will guide us. He will take control of the situation. But a lot of times, and it's a part of our human nature, we want to be in control. We don't want to give up control. And, and that, I feel like, is, is the, the key part to being a Christian letting go of what you want and allowing God to do what is needed. Whether it be fixing your, your sinful ways or helping you to walk in the spirit, kill your sinful flesh, we have to allow God to, to take control. But even more, all of that comes through faith. Um, we haven't really touched on it, but the way that we access this connection with god the way that we are saved in him is through faith christ has done all the work christ has died he rose again he lived a perfect life but now it is our job to believe yep we have to do is believe if we look in genesis when god is talking to to abraham and basically saying you know i'm gonna give you descendants as vast as the stars as vast as the the, the sand on on the beach you know, he didn't say, now you have to do this, this, and this, and this to do that. All Abraham had to do was believe. And as Christians, that is the, the focal point. Believing that God is who he says he is. 
believing that God will do what he says he will do and that Jesus did what he says that he did. He died for us. And so that is the core. That is the crux of what a Christian is. Someone who trusts in God and trusts his word. And And I figured, why not let you guys know what faith is? All right. So basically, faith is the confidence in what we hope for and assurance about what we cannot see. Okay. Um, as a Christian, and when I tell people that aren't Christians um, that I believe in Jesus or I believe in God, they ask me, how can I believe in something that I can't see? This is the exact reason why I can believe in God, in Jesus, and in the Holy Spirit, although I cannot see them because I have faith and I have confidence in the fact that in the hope that they are there and I have confidence that by God's by Jesus's death and by God's grace I will be saved and I will have a better home in heaven than here on earth right so anything you want to weigh in on that about the confidence and things we cannot see you know, the the word of God, um, if we truly search for God with all our hearts, we will find, you know, um, we just have to trust, again, who he is, you know, um, have faith in his word, and, you know, keep, when we learn, when we grow, when we come to understand his word we will see it in our lives see him whether it be through the word through nature do whatever we will experience him and so you know just we just have to trust him and let him lead let him guide us yeah and um you know just a quick thought that just came to me a lot I see this I actually saw this question a lot on TikTok when I first originally got it. Um and I liked what this guy said, and I'm sure you've heard it as well, Jaden, that I believe in Christ because I cannot although I cannot see him. But you believe that you breathe air although you cannot see the air, right? You believe that there's oxygen and carbon dioxide that are in the air as well, although these are elements that you cannot see, right? So if you believe in those things that you cannot see, why should I not believe in my God that I hope and have assurance? And as a matter of fact, I actually have a book that is called the Holy Bible written by, well, created or inspired others to write about him and have ample evidence that history and science has actually backed up that my God is real. So if if you say that I cannot believe in my God, then I can say that there is no air, there is no, there's no such thing as oxygen, there's no such thing as carbon dioxide, correct? 
Yeah, so, uh, you know, a lot of people, they say, well, you know, God is invisible or or I can't see God or, you know, I, I, I don't understand how you could believe in this this imaginary figure. But at the end of the day, if you if you read the Bible and you go through the scripture and you you look and you, you see how it correlates to our 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 actual life you see that the world is broken you see that the world is full of evil and pain and sadness but there is hope and that hope comes through christ yep and i think i actually mentioned this to you before that now in this time during covid and all these natural disasters happening people are looking for hope people are looking for someone to call out to to things but they're searching but they're finding it in the wrong places and as a matter of fact i take that back they're not finding it at all because they're ending up in the wrong places right and because they're in those wrong places they've met people that have decided to blame it on god oh god is not just that's why an earthquake is happening god is not just that's why that murderer got loose after he killed so many people god is not just for this god is not just for that but the bible says god is just so i i believe that god is just not just because the bible says it but because i've seen him be just in my own life right so there's something um Something that's always been said to me is there's a difference between knowing God and knowing about God. I'm, for me personally, I'm going to be honest, I'm in the between because me and I feel like me and God, we're still building on our relationship, but I know in, I know about, I know about God. I know about God. And that's a lot of people in the world. As a matter of fact, they know about God, but they haven't taken that time to search his word or even do come on platforms like this and listen to people share their experiences, share or break down the word of God or certain topics in the word about God. So they have chosen to hate God instead of finding him and searching and understanding the reasons why he lets certain things happen. Right? I keep saying it, but it again always comes back to faith. Yep. We live in a world that is sinful. We live in a world that is broken and fallen. Yep. But yet still there's good. And that good has to come from somewhere. Um if you 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 see that you know there there is there is truth within the bible and once you break it down once you understand it once you start to look at it you see god you see his his fingerprint throughout yes, all the do. world you know um and so at the end of the day again that this is what a christian is someone who has faith in god no matter circumstance, no matter what they see or what is happening, the Christian is someone who has faith in God and allows God to work in them. Yep. Allows God to 
to change them, mold them, fix them. We come as who we are. God makes us into who he wants us to be. And um, sometimes my mom and I, we have this talk and sometimes she talks about how I don't understand how people could get all of these, um, what should I say? Get all of these, um, get all this evidence that God is real Jesus is real and still decide that, hey, he's not real. He's not who he says he is, any of that stuff. But I always say people hear what they want to hear. They see what they want to see and they do what they want to do. So they hear the fact that God is real, but they don't accept it. So therefore, they let it go straight through their head. One ear out the next. They see that God is real when they're presented with the evidence straight in front of them, whether he saves their life or he gets a friend of theirs out of some trouble or whatever situation. But they choose to, um, instead of giving glory to God, they say, oh, wow, what a situation. Oh, wow, look at that. It just happened. It was just coincidence, as we like to say. It was um, luck. Right. And we also do what we want to do. Now, that one goes without saying, if I want if I want to go, if I want to go buy some chips, I'm going to go buy some chips. No matter what anybody tells me, how bad they are, how bad they are for my health, how bad they taste. I'm going to go buy the chips because I want the chips as humans. That's what we do. And I struggle with it, too. I'm not going to act like it doesn't happen to me. I struggle with it, too. Because sometimes I do what I want to do because, and my mom says it to me all the time, you're good at, you're good at understanding other, you're good at understanding things by seeing what others have went through. But there are certain things that you'll never understand unless you go through it yourself. And I have seen that happen. I've, like the walk with God that I have, that's something that I couldn't have learned from someone else. I had to build that relationship with God myself. Sure, somebody might have been there to help me and encourage me to understand certain things if I needed help along the way, but they weren't the ones that dragged me through my relationship with God that I have now. The relationship that I have with God now was based on me going to spiritual retreats and listening or diving into the word or even listening to things like this. Um, and even talking with friends that have the same beliefs as me or have a somewhat similar point of view on a, some, on a certain subject so that I can learn from them, right? And real quick, I'm gonna take it into not really a worldly sense, but more of a sense that is not really biblical. And I heard this motivational speaker say, you never want to be the smartest person in the room. Because if you're the smartest person in the room, then that means that you're surrounded by dumb people. If you're the smartest person in the room, you're not learning anything. When you go into a room with smarter people, you learn something from them. And depending on what you learn from them, they can learn something from you because they've never seen it from your angle or your perspective. Am I right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah. So that is something that 
I feel like all of us have to do. And we are actually to the end of this episode. And that is just something that I want to leave you guys with this episode. Just want you guys to understand that faith is something that is fundamental in your Christian walk. Anyone can be a Christian. All they have to do is have faith in God, faith in what they have, and faith in what God can do for them and what faith and what God is doing for them there. Forgive me. Um, and they just have to search the word, really. Um, everything else will fall into place when they once they read his word and once they have faith and believe and believe what is in his word. And we also have to listen to things and understand that some things are true and some things are just foolishness that we have to let go. But we have to search his word, like I said, and that's how we'll be able to pick out sense from nonsense. All right, um, real quick before we dismiss, Jaden, do you mind praying for us? Um, I just wanted to say one quick thing that everything, it, all, it all flows from faith. Once we have faith in God, we will come to love him. And once we come to love him, we will want to do everything to please him. And so it all flows from there. Then we will walk in the spirit. We will kill our sinful selves and, you know, we will grow in him. We just have to have faith in him. So, dear Lord, thank you for this day. Thank you for your grace, your mercy, and your love. We thank you for this time, and we ask that you continue to guide us and protect us, help us to grow in you, help others to see you, to learn to love you and have faith in you, and let you rule their lives and be their everything, Father. Just, we ask that you continue to work in us, help us to be a light, and to spread your word. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. All right. Thank you very much, Jaden, for coming. And hopefully we can have you here back with us again, maybe to continue this conversation, maybe to start a whole new conversation. Um, we'll let God lead that and he'll answer that. All right. Thank you very much for coming out and helping me out dissecting this topic. <laughs>